1: afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports this afternoon with Ken Sterling brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill. Make an appointment 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts in the news. Training camp obviously ongoing. We'll talk to Philip Rivers and briefly to Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich in just a moment. But we found out today that Sky Moore has opted out for the upcoming season. We've also found out that Roland Milligan and Marvell Tell have done exactly the same. The deadline to opt out is tomorrow at four o'clock. So we're gonna know who's in, who's not in. Also, the Big Ten football schedule was announced today. We'll talk about that after we talk to Philip Rivers and Frank Reichlitz. Welcome to the show, the great Philip Rivers. You got a lot of different type receivers. Some are tall, some are small, some are fast, some are bulky. You know, what's it like for you to have this kind of buffet of weapons, and what's it going to be like to defend those guys?
2: Yeah, I think you're dead on with that. Um, you know, it's a deep, it seems like a deep group of receivers, and obviously it'll be a unique year in the in the fact that you won't have preseason games, won't have the joint practices where you, I just feel like you see so much in those. Um, so, uh, and then it's a unique year as we all know that who knows how the year's going to go, and who's which guys may be down and up, and you're going to need a deeper a deeper roster uh, as they've allowed, you know, with the practice squad and all that. But uh, I, I think it makes you more dangerous. Obviously, you know, I've heard, you know, uh, Nick speak of, you know, Ty, and, and obviously we know the player. He's been here, and and I won't try to get into naming them all. I do know them all, but um, I, it's a deep group. I think when you have a diverse, deep group, it does make you harder to defend. It's not one of those deals where you have to. Again, uh, you know, uh, we want to. You know, Ty is going to catch a lot of football. Ball is a, lot, a lot of guys are going to catch a lot of footballs, but it's not a deal where you have to move T.Y. to the spot of where we think the ball is going all the time or move uh, Zach or move, you know, all those, uh, you know, Paris. It's, it's one of those deals where it's kind of like, hey, we don't know where the football is going. And, and it makes it harder on a defense when you're not uh, necessarily having to formation things for one particular guy. Certainly you call plays and orchestrate things where you think the ball is going to a certain guy. But when, when a lot of guys are getting it uh, and it seems like such an unselfish group, And uh, when a lot of guys are getting in, there's a lot of different diversity in kind of how they operate. You know, you have the speed guys, you have the, you kind of the big body, you have uh, guys that are a little, you know, all the guys that are great after the catch, you kind of have a a nice mix. Uh, I do think that that makes you tougher to defend and you don't have as many tendencies uh, as defenses begin to prepare for you.
1: I don't want to offend you, but you've played in front of some small crowds during your time in Los Angeles. As you come to Indianapolis, and and you're going to play in front of 25 percent full Lucas Oil Stadium. What can you tell your teammates about playing in a place without a whole lot of noise?
2: Yeah, uh, I definitely got a little feel for a little feel for it uh, the last couple of years. Although although it wasn't 25 percent capacity, it was it was just it was just small. It was it was just about full, uh, but maybe close to the same uh, numbers. Um, you know, it will be di- it will be different, and I think it'll be different for all of us. Um, I think really you, you hear you hear teams and you hear players talk about all the time, we don't care where we'll play. We'll play in the parking lot. We'll play in the backyard. You're going to find out how true that is this year, you know, because it's going to be a little more of that environment, I imagine. You know, I think it's going to be new for all of us. I know uh, coaches mentioned trying to get over to the stadium uh, a few times in training camp to kind of feel that, uh, you know, get a little bit of a feel for that. Uh, but I think the energy um, is going to have to come from each other, you know, feeding off each other and truly just that love to compete. And if guys need a little external motivation, I imagine it'll probably be the most most watched uh, most watched uh, NFL on TV of all time. I imagine so. Uh, if they need if they need that external little motivation to know who's watching, there'll be a bunch of them watching. So um, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be different. But I think I think really it more defensively probably affects defense more than offense. I, I say that really just from a communication standpoint. You think about it, it's kind of like having 16 uh, home games in, in terms of communicating, you know, it probably won't be any silent count. There's not going to be a lot of, you're not going to have to do a lot of signaling and a lot of screaming in the huddle where some of these tough road places you go, but defensively, obviously they aren't going to have that energy to to feed off of and Lucas oil. So it'll be different. So I think it's one of those deals. Everybody's dealing with it in some regard, some probably at zero capacity, some with, you know, 15,000 in there and we'll, uh, shoot we 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 need to be the best be the best at at dealing with those kind of circumstances
1: a couple of weeks in what's your impression of Quentin Nelson as a teammate?
2: well, I think um I mean obviously I, I, you see it as a from a player standpoint and you see it on the tape you see it all over even well before I got here and started watching cutups. what an unbelievable player he is first off uh then you see the way he interacts in the locker room with the guys and it, it seems you know he's a guy that guys like to be around. And then you start talking with him more and more and you just realize how much he loves the game of football. The guy loves to play. I mean, we, you know, we had our first walkthrough and um, it was the first time really, you know, we did some cadence stuff in the Zoom meetings, but first time, you know, we're breaking the huddle and up at the line of scrimmage doing things and, uh you know we didn't have a false start in day one i was like shoot that's a good start we didn't have a false start in day one with you know new cadence and stuff and we're walking out to practice uh walk through yesterday and the first thing quentin says hey let's get two days in a row now with the cadence you know no false it's like you know little things like that and again that's not a big deal right but i just haven't been around these guys i'm like shoot the guy's thinking about no more false starts here day two you know where he's he's arguably the best lineman guard in football and he could just be going here we are day two and i got this but uh you know, guy wants to get better. He came in from you know big lift a few minutes ago. You know, dripping wet, you know, with sweat, and um, you know, it seems like he again with that whole group is uh, real, real tone setters, both on the field and seems like in the building, from what I can see.
1: Hey, do me a favor, adjust your screen so your your head is properly framed. Can you? I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Philip. Hey, was there ever a time that you thought about opting out?
2: No, there really wasn't. Um, um, I, 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 no, I mean, I, I think that that's the shortest answer I can give on the whole day. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if I can ramble on that one. There it just, I, there wasn't any consideration. I think again, obviously, the health and uh, of my family and safety of them is utmost importance. But I just think again, there's so many different. You know, it, I'm not going to pretend to be a uh, an expert. Uh, there's so many different opinions and, and different reports on you know, this whole thing uh, from a standpoint of, you know, children uh, being able to infect adults and adults being able to infect children. Some say no, some say yes, and this and that. And obviously there's always your outliers and tragedies that happen with young children and with all people, obviously, as this as this virus has been throughout the country. But um, I think like, you, like you're in a flu season or anything else from a standpoint of, you just try to, you know, be smart. And um, so I think as far as how we operate and and making sure we're, we're doing the best we can, um, I think that was really the, that's kind of where we are from our family standpoint. Uh, but in terms of deciding not to play, it never got there. Uh, and, and and you know some of it, some again that's the main reason. I feel I feel like we got to trust and be thankful and be safe and do the best we can. The other reason is I think at this point making that decision for me would have been making the decision to be done period, you know, all retiring, which, which uh, is nowhere uh, on my mind. So what kind of teammate
1: is Jacoby Brissett? I mean, he used to have your job. Now you have your job. What's it like to deal with the guy who used to?
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, Jacoby's been great, you know, in the meetings and, and the zoom meetings and, and such, and he and I were obviously uh, always been friendly, obviously spent a lot more time together in, in conversation in those meetings, and he, we would text every now and then. Um, and then now being together in the building for now, you know, what we reported I guess a week, you know, I don't know if we've been in there five days or so, more than that, a uh, week or so. And uh, I, he's been awesome. I mean, I really can't say uh, enough positive about uh, how he's been both uh, with this, you know, change, I guess. Uh, I don't know another word for it you know, with me being here and just with also, um, you know, how he's just been, I mean, it just, it's, it's been, it's an impressive guy to be around the way he works and, uh, way he works at it. And then just how helpful he's been, you know, with little things, here's how we signal this, here's how I usually said that here's how I said this. And then the few things that you know that I've, i you know, been like, gosh, I, 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 like, can we do this? Can we do that? And he's like, yeah, I'll learn it. You know, whatever, whatever's your most comfortable. So it's just been, he's been super uh, helpful, gracious. I don't, I don't know I, all the, all the, uh, Positive, all the compliments I could give him, I, I would, and I've certainly been appreciative. And then we've had a lot of fun, you know. I mean, I, so I, I, I want the relationship in the environment to be competitive and friendly, and us to have a lot of fun, and we have. You know, it's still early, and will continue to grow. But um, he's been great, and excited to excited to be in a room with him and, and be on the team with him. And as you mentioned, shoot, uh, this is a crazy year. Who knows what can happen? we still figuring out some of the rules. You know, I mean, some of these close contacts. Is a guy going to miss a game just? because he was close to somebody, you know, on a Friday afternoon, or, you know, who knows what could happen, miss a game or two here or there. Uh, I can only imagine what that will feel like if that does happen, but yeah, certainly having, um, you know, him here and obviously the experience he has here and, you know, the success he's had and the way he's played, it's got to be a real positive.
1: All right, that's Philip Rivers. Thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Let's talk to Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts. One question, coach, tell me about the professionalism of Jacoby Brissett, what has he been like in this camp that's a little bit unlike any other for him? Coach, is there anything you've had to do to make sure that Jacoby Brissett is engaged and and working at the same high level he did last preseason?
2: No, it's been fun. You know, no, Jacoby's a real pro. He, he's completely engaged. Um, and it's really fun. He You can just see after going through a whole year, you can see his confidence level has grown. I can feel his mastery of the offense. I can continue to see how we've always told you guys, and you know this what a great teammate he is on how and he how on how he and Philip have connected. and you know obviously Phillip's a brilliant smart guy who already knows our offense, but there are some nuances to so to see the two of those guys, you know going back and forth. So Jacoby knows that um, Jacoby's a leader on our team. He's a leader on our team. and just because Phillips the starting quarterback, Uh, Jacoby will just be a strong leader on our team as our backup quarterback. And that's, that's what we need from him.
1: All right. Thanks to both Philip Rivers and Frank Reich for spending some time with us. Let's talk about big 10 football. The conference released its football schedule today. They could open as early as Labor Day weekend, or they could open as late as September 26th that weekend, depending on how kind of the ebbs and flows of the coronavirus operate and what the health of the student athletes and the people who are going to attend the games, if they're going to attend the games, what that mandates. Uh, Indiana has four tough ones right out of the gate. They open up in Madison against Wisconsin. Then they're at home against Penn State, at home against Illinois, and then on the road against Ohio State. Purdue, they open up at Ann Arbor against Michigan. And then they've got home games against Iowa and Ohio State before traveling to Champaign to play Illinois. One of the things that I really like about the schedule is that the bucket game right now as it stands is scheduled for November 21st. That's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. When I was a student, that's when the bucket game was always played. Now it's played the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. And what that means is there are no students in Bloomington for that game. Or in West Lafayette. This game's going to be in Bloomington. This bucket game in Bloomington. So uh, the Saturday before, assuming everything else goes as scheduled, there you are. The bucket game the Saturday before Thanksgiving, which excites me a little bit just because, you know, it's a week, it's a week earlier. It's a week warmer. It's a week nicer. And... It kind of takes me back to my days back in the 1980s when I was down in Bloomington as a student myself. That is sports, nothing but sports for Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. We do it right at 8 o'clock. We're not screwing around. We don't show up at like 8.12 and say, well, it's close enough. No, close enough, to hell with close enough. We show up. On time, on target, just like we hope Philip Rivers passes wind up uh, a little bit late, maybe a month from now, a month and a half from now, as the Colts are playing this NFL season, right? And then immediately thereafter, on Periscope and Twitter, Breakfast with Kent, different versions of the same show, both live, different portals, you gotta love it. Sometimes the second one's better than the first, sometimes the first one's better than the second, what are you gonna do?